Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th. Oh, stay caffeinated, my friends. Hi. This is Kofo Live and Undead. I am your host, Daniel Crozier, and I am joined by the amazing Meowstress. Something on my face. Ah. How are you? I'm fucking great. Can I cuss? Yes, we can fucking cuss. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. This is the platform for foul language. <laughs> I'm down for that. I kind of am very well known for my potty mouth. So. Excellent. Excellent. So there. <laughs> Yeah, there, there will be uh, plenty uh, opportunities for, for potty mouth. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thanks for being patient. I, I'm my phone. I'm not used to working <laughs> my phone with podcasts. So I'm learning kind of how to do different um, platforms. So this one was a little tricky, but I yeah. think we nailed it. So sorry that I'm late, that we're late oh. for it. Uh, no, no worries. Uh, you know, for everybody out there that's uh, not familiar with your work, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and and uh, how you became uh, uh, a horror personality. You're a performer. Uh, it looks like you're going into the venture of magazines. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Oh wow. Let's see. So, uh, so I am born. Um, I'm a California native from Los Angeles, a Valley girl. Nice. With a little bit of, with a little bit of chola mix. Um, I guess I just kind of, everything's been in my world since I was a little girl. My mother's from Burbank, so, you know, I've kind of grown up around the film industry and, you know, just living there, just people, I don't know, I guess it just kind of hit me um, when I was a little girl. I was like, maybe one day I'll, you know, do this, but I've loved scary movies growing up. That was kind of like, you know, where my mind would go during difficult times. Um, and then I grew up. <laughs> and I was going through, you know, like a like a full a full term custody battle for my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, I had started dating somebody that uh, turned out to be very toxic. I was bartending. I had just started like really expressing my pinup career. Uh, this was like back in two thousand like ten ish, I think okay. two thousand nine. Um, I started pinup modeling, uh, and then it just kind of blew from there. I've always worked like at live venue bars with like metal music, so I guess you know, like with the pinup and the metal, I kind of 
working at a place called the Boiler Room in Deep Ellum <laughs> on Elm Street area. So it's just kind of like all these little things just just kept colliding and kept sparking my creativity. And um, I was coming out of this toxic relationship after I won sole custody of my kid. And the pinup modeling was kind of like, I guess, becoming something that was used to, you know, violate and shame me. So I started mm. going more into the horror film yeah. side. Uh, one of my buddies, he was like, hey, do you want to do a movie um, at a haunted house? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get to play. I get to eat people. I get to, you know, ah. whatever the hell I wanted. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was really rad. Trauma actually picked it up. So it was oh, crazy. that's cool. What uh, what film was this? Uh, it's called Moonshine Meat Market Mayhem. Wow. Uh, that's yeah, a shot. Say what? That's a mouthful. Yeah, first it was called Cancer Dancers, but when Trauma, when Lloyd took it over, when Uncle Lloyd took it over, he completely switched it up. Um, yeah. To this day, so in the in the movie, I piss. I have a pet zombie that I piss on and. It was just one of those moments in life where my director was like, hey, would you piss on somebody? And I'm like, well, not for real, because, you know, that's way too much money for what you're offering me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, he's like, no, let's do it. So I got some lemonade and popped a condom and peed all over my friend, who's also a director, because he was my pet zombie. And then oh, after wow. that, I was like hooked. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love the blood, I love the gore. Like, yeah. it doesn't freak me out anymore. Like, it's something that I guess has kind of healed me through my little journey. So that was just kind of like step one. Nice. <laughs> that was like the very beginning. I got picked up by trauma. Like, it was just something I've always wanted as a little girl to be in a trauma movie. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the you know, the universe kind of gifts you when you're doing all the good things in life. So I got pretty lucky. That's that's awesome. We uh, we had Lloyd out last year at uh, Colorado Festival of Horror. He's uh, he's he's such a you know sweetheart, and just a, you know, a fun loving uh, you know soul to have around. He's um, so yeah, and, and Ron McKay, Ron McKay, that's my boy. <laughs> nice. nice. Oh, that's cool. So uh, uh, yeah, when did you do the the, the film? Oh, uh, which one? What? Which one? The movie? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think. I think we started it. I think we started it in like 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. and it was it was during the winter time. It was fucking freezing. I can't even believe I remember that. Um, yeah, we were just half naked people running around during the winter time in a haunted oh, house. Uh, <laughs> and oh my god, the best part is the hotel that we stayed in was mm -hmm. even worse than the fucking uh, haunted house. No like shit. it was just creepy and. Tiny and it, like it looked like it should have been in a horror movie. So we kind of like played around in there too and did like some photo shoots. But yeah, so that was in 2016, freezing right. cold. I mean, I don't know how we didn't like die out there of freezing. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just remember doing takes over takes and we're just like, okay, how many times are we going to get through this? <laughs> this is yeah. too much. But yeah. Wow. That's and I can. I'm sorry, and I think it came out in 2017. So let me get, let me remember all that. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah. Cool. So uh, hopefully people can uh, go and watch it on uh, Trauma Now, or you know, uh, yeah, pick it up from Lloyd when they when they see him. Yeah, they do the conventions. They have like the DVDs that they have up for sale. They do have it on Trauma Now. 
Um, nice. I believe it's on Amazon Prime, and you can oh, actually great. buy it on Amazon. So it's kind of everywhere. Like, a lot of the movies that I'm doing, you know, like, now that we're progressing into this new world order of technology and, you know, easy access, internet access, everything's just kind of everywhere. Like, I think people really know where to go, except if it's, like, a private thing or whatever. Right. Right. I now, love your background. Your background is, like, so, like... It's festive, yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I faux finish with a lot of uh, latex casting and stuff, so it just oh, looks like dangling skin and everything. But yeah. uh, I'm ready for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of your work. You're pretty interesting. I saw like you know like your oh, comic work, and you. you do do a lot of FX artistry stuff too, don't you? Uh, I, I've got my, uh, like you, I've got my uh, yeah, fingers in a lot of different pies. So, yeah. so yeah, we work on uh, film projects. I, I do a number of, uh, yeah, I work on a number of comic book projects, but I also do a lot of kid-friendly stuff, too, and, and murals and mural camps with kids. And and then, Aww. you know, I circle back uh, around to the, the horror stuff, you know, especially Aww. Colorado Festival of Horror, so... Yeah. Right? That's fucking sick, too. I don't even, I just remembered seeing, like, your podcast, and I'm like, oh, he does a podcast, you know? So that's why I was like, dude, like, let's connect, because, you know, Ooh. I'm starting mine as well, so, but it's, it's very, I'm not used to being live, or, like, being on camera speaking, just mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, I was speaking of that domestic, toxic relationship. Right, right. So I lost half my equilibrium and went deaf, and I had to learn how to speak again. So for oh, a lot man. of years, you know, people would be just ugly and mean and bully, not knowing that my face was paralyzed, you know, not knowing I couldn't hear, wow. you know, not, you know, and I have 24 seven tinnitus as well. So it's like, yeah. you know, some people are like, don't say that, don't. And I'm like, why, you know, like I'm proud to be where I'm at as yeah. far as I've come because I shouldn't be here like many times over. So, wow. you know, I think I, be I I know I belong in horror because it's like the only energy that I can understand, like running around in blood or like trying to like, you know, strangle somebody because I know how that feels, you know, not yeah. actually, but in real life, like I, I can understand how to like truly frighten somebody and just be like, oh, yeah, you want to play? Yeah. Play. <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're glad that you're still around uh, with us, and, and uh, you're able to, to share your art. Yeah, you know, before we went on, you were talking about uh, you know how like horror was a, a form of therapy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've done action films. I've done like one action film. Cool. It, it you know it was based out of Dallas. I can't. I think that was like 2015. I don't even. It was. Nice before I believe but it just what? wasn't this it wasn't the same ambiance like my creativity right. and my brain couldn't really connect with that but like you know when you when you go through things in your personal life like real scary yeah. shit and yeah. you know being a little kid too like you were like it is one of my favorite movies like I oh. still get scared yeah and I don't even know why and I guess because you know it's like a little childhood trauma trigger thing but yeah. I love clowns. I love it. I mean, I love nice. that. So, but um, it's just your brain sometimes it, I don't know, it calms me down because I know like I could put all of it together into like an energy ball and then like just the creativity flow from painting 
to like doing my photo shoots to, you know, doing makeup for, you know, myself or for other people. So it, it's, I don't really know. Because <laughs> when I started in Dallas, it wasn't that big of a thing in the indie. Remember, like when, like just, it wasn't even a decade ago when we were still be horror and we weren't anything and the conventions were small and we were trying to grow right. the conventions. So like when we all started working as a community, I think that really brought it together too. Like just having everybody's energy and uh, just in that industry is where I felt most comfortable. It's kind of like when I go to uh, metal festivals, like it just belongs together, you know? Yeah. And just being around those people as well and yeah. seeing them put it together, you just kind of know you belong there, you know? Right. And of course I have my vampira and like she's been a huge, you know, icon and inspiration to me. So, I mean, I even went as far as asked Johnny Coffin if I could, you know, do like a replica of her show. And he's like, yeah. And I haven't done it Ooh. yet just because out of respect yeah, you know, and stuff. But yes, that's going to happen very soon. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, I think that's beautiful thing. Uh, you know, as horror as a, as a genre, you know, it's, it can, you know, one thing it does really well is it reflects, you know, on, uh, like, you know, some of the societal, uh, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, horrors in real life and yeah. be very th therapeutic. And, and it's a great way to find community just as as you know music you know heavy metal music you know any genre really um you know you're able to to kind of coalesce around uh you know that that common connector you yeah. know music film you know or yeah you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing to to see that when you go to conventions and see you know groups of people just i mean they're so passionate and endearing i i go to a number of uh comic book conventions and I don't get that. Uh, yeah, it can be hot or hot or cold. It can be hit or miss. And then, but at a, a horror convention, it's just one big family. It's yeah, lovely. it's like where's that? I want to see everything. Who, who are you? What? Yes. You know? Yeah. Because I follow I follow all of the conventions. You know, pandemic. Even though you know that crap, like you know, took us all down and tried right. to take us all down. You know, we were all working, you know, through the communities, like through Twitch. Like I was doing, mm -hmm. you know, underground podcasts, I, you know, like cool. I, have my metal, I have my metal vamps. And so, like, I just kept promoting all my people, you know, from like Nick Garris to, nice. you know, yeah, to, you know, Uncle Lloyd to, you know, all the different movies. My friend Pop Culture Punk, he like redoes, uh, like, what do you call it? <sighs> my brain, sorry. Sometimes it's not. When he does like the flyers and he does like the different movies with different names on it, like like humor, you know, humorous stuff. Oh, like parodies so. or something. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's you know we just shared and helped each other out. So it's like yeah. you don't like you say you don't get that very much. And and the fact that like you know I get free copies of my DVDs uh, as you should. <laughs> I know we should put that in the contracts because a lot of people are like, "What's the asterisk?" And I'm like. Uh, you can read it in Business is Dead, and it's a fantrepreneurship book. Nice. So, yeah, and I have my own chapter called chap uh, Chapter 12, Arousing the Dead, and it just talks about how I kind of slid on in, you know, as Neostris. But, I mean, and it did. It, You know, my inspirations uh, also was, like, Bruce Corbett of Warbeast. You know, Warbeast nope. is, like, a thrash metal band, but it's a horror 
thrash metal band. Cool. And yeah, and God rest uh, Bruce's Batman Forever soul. He passed away from cancer a couple mm. years ago. But, um, you know, Joey Gonzalez, he's like the drummer for it. So they did a lot of background stuff and, you know, they would get into the conventions and promote themselves like Casey Orr with Guar. He does paintings. Yeah. And, yeah so you have, I mean, we all do more than just sit in front of a camera. You know, we yeah. actually have other side gigs and stuff too. So, and I still bartend because I love it. <laughs> nice. That, yeah. That's cool. The, uh, um, yeah, that's, that's the nice thing. We're not just pigeonholed into one thing. And, and, and so many people, I think, uh, you know, outside looking in, you know, don't really realize that, you know, that, that, uh, and, and the same thing tr is true of them as well. They're not just this one thing. They're not just moms and dads or right. accountants or going to your job. You're not just your job. You're, right. you're uh, a multitude of things. And whether you understand it or not, even with all the problems that you might right. be in life, you're a fully formed human being and, and, and entitled to so much love and endearing. I love this. Yes. Right. I think that's why I became an ordained minister. Like I've, I've wanted to like, always marry somebody on the Mississippi. So when two of my friends, Alex and Alex got married, I love you guys. Um, I was like, I want to be the meowstress on the Mississippi. Like I want to marry people on the Mississippi. So I was like, oh, I can do be an ordained minister. I haven't done that part yet, but yeah. I mean, I've married people, but I haven't like done like a character, like, uh, like Father Evil, you cool motherfucker. Him and my buddy Scumlove, like they have the band, you know, and Father Evil is a character that he created, and they're yeah. both ordained. They're both my buds, and it's just like we, you know, we support each other still, even in all of, you know, the weird levels of life. Like, you know, one day I'm doing horror, the next I'm doing a pinup shoot, and cool. I re I remember when I did start, you know, I would go to a convention in Texas, Dallas, Texas, and I was like, wow, like here you can do everything. You know, you can, yeah. you can be a horror, you know, a horror host, which I, that's what I started with as well. Like I kind of started doing that before I became an actress. I okay. you know, like you, I just want to get to know people. I want to yeah. let people know they're appreciated and yeah. let them know that their work and their talent all the time they put into it is so appreciated and, and celebrated. And even if somebody, you know, may not see it, I see it. So let me help other people to see who you are too. Cause you know, that's what horror has done for me. And a lot yeah. of the inspirations in my life have done, you know, for me too. Cause with this part, like I didn't, I had hip, I was doing conventions. So a lot of people knew what was going on at like my New Jersey horror con fam. Uh, they just took me under their wing and they're like, okay, yeah. we know you're like half, you know, brain dead. So we're going to, guide you a little bit and I'm like thank you because I you know without them encouraging me I don't think I would have had the confidence or you know mm -hmm. the stamina to be present at that time especially mm -hmm. when I had another magazine at the time which, right. you know so yeah tell us a little bit about the you know uh metal vamps um <laughs> yeah. yeah the because uh you know you've got the the Facebook page you know you've you've been uh promoting the the magazine on on Instagram you know is um uh you know what what is, is that about obviously that you know some of it's uh, used for promoting you know as as you said you know a number of uh uh horror family like you know Mick Garris and, and Lloyd 
but uh, but yeah, what what's uh, what's going to be the um, you know the direction that? that uh, so okay, so I started metal vamps. Um, I'm a metal vamp, you know. Mm -hmm. It you know I don't want to name the song, but you know it talks about being a video vamp. Oh, and okay. I had yeah, and I'd done my music video with uh, Rev Flesh Eaters, and it was a horror it was a horror music video short. Really? And I was like, oh shit, I'm a fucking video vamp, and I'm like, no, you're a metal vamp, you're metal meowstress, like. Nice. And I was like, wow, that's a great, you know, burlesque troop name. That's how Ooh. it started. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I don't want to do just regular stuff. I want to do blood and metal and, you know, punk and thrash. Like, I want to, you know, bring that in to what's not really being done, at least where I was at the, you know, time in my life. Right. Uh, so then it started off that way. And then, you know, and then I was like, wow. What else do I want to do with this? Okay, I started a magazine with my other, my old partner, but I wanted to do, you know, metal musicians. I wanted to do like, have them talk about their gear, you know, like I wanted to talk about film and crews and, you know, right. make it more of like the background yeah. of what we do, you know? That way every artist has like an opportunity to like, you know, try to get an endorsement or try to get, you know, free product because before mm -hmm. pandemic we didn't, you know, we didn't really have a platform to do that unless we, you know, had big money or whatever. Right. And, uh, so then when I left that old magazine, I was like, fuck that. I could fucking okay. do that. Like, yeah. I don't need to pay for everybody else's bills. Like, it's time for me to get paid. But right. then I'm like, well, I want to promote my friends for free. So I start doing that and I'll be doing my first, hopefully my first run of the final product. Uh, mid July and just kind of see what wow. I need to like have tweaked. Yeah, Vinny Appis told me he was like, "Kitten, if you're gonna you know do a magazine, it needs to be glossy. You can't have these edges. You need to make sure." And like, so he has me like very you know really precise about stuff. So I'm kind of anal cool. when it comes to my art. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so, it's, so it's gorlesque. It's you know promotions. It's turning into like the umbrella for my podcast which is the kitten crypt um yes. and hopefully soon i'll have a couple of more writers that you know want to talk beauty um and i think mm. yeah like, like ethic stuff but it's just pretty much trying to get it started has been really hard because it's just it's, me yeah so, yeah but yeah it's gonna be a podcast magazine and or less Cool. If that helps, so I'm not like ram. I had a lot of coffee today, so I talk a lot when I. As go. you should. <laughs> so do I. I. I prefer whiskey, but I'm sober nowadays. Oh yeah, and I I haven't uh, I haven't uh, been I haven't had a lick of uh, alcohol since uh, I think 2000. Oh wow, no. good for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I dated an alcoholic, man. I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I come from that lineage myself as well. So, you know, my ancestors are from New Orleans from the 1800s. So there's wow. like, yeah. So it's like, okay. But being, I bartended a bar called Jinx Bar and Grill. It's like a comedy and burlesque spot. Oh, and cool. So, yeah, it's fucking sick. If you ever nice. come into New Orleans, come say hi. They're actually from New Jersey. And nice. they do burlesque and comedy themselves. And during the pandemic, they opened up the bar and... I love, I don't, Jersey loves me and I love Jersey. So yeah. I was like, I'm in, like, count me in. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Well, 
it, it sounds like, you know, relocating to Louisiana, uh, you've been able to, you know, uh, you know, find uh, a new, uh, a, a new family and new, new support group out there. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge scene for burlesque, like all kinds yeah. of burlesque. I mean, the, the women out here are so talented. Cool. They are so empowered, you know, just the goddess energy, the empress, you know, rising all the time. You nice. know, it, it's so nice to connect with so many that I've always, you know, kind of admired and, and wanted to connect with, you know, because here it's different from everywhere else where, you know, they're into the metal. It is about being a true witch. It is about having the real magic and being able to express it without being judged or criticized. Yeah. And especially with, with blah, 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 blah. blah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> with, what's going on with the LGBT community. Yeah. So, you know, we support and love everyone. So it's, yeah. you know, kind of like a safe space, home base here for me. I keep That's trying cool. to leave and go back home, but it's not happening. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, yeah, part of the beauty, too, of like you know, a place like New Orleans, too, is, is just that that uh that haunted magic i mean obviously there's a lot of tragic history that ties into it but uh at the same time you know as far as like horror horror culture um not horticulture but there's, there's a lot of great horticulture out there too um <laughs> what did you say what did you say horticulture hoarded horticulture so uh so there's horror culture yeah that pop culture which is, you know, really well uh, supported out there. Um, but uh, but sometimes, you know, it, it sounds like horticulture, and that's not what I'm talking <laughs> about. Well, there is a, actually a new um, haunted house coming out. My friend Charles is, cool. like, building it. It's, like, 5,000 square feet. Like, nice. yeah, they're doing, like, a, I don't know if I should say, but... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna set it. But they have like these different rides that are gonna be so cool, kind of Ooh. like, uh, kind of like a movie that I'm gonna be doing in October. But Ooh. it's called Decomposed Haunted House. That um, it should be open like by Halloween, and it's like I said, 5,000 square feet. And then I'm gonna be doing some stuff um, with my buddy Chris Stokes. He was on the Five Night Five Nights at Freddy, so we're doing like some, some mortuary stuff. Uh, in a mortuary, you know, haunted house that they have out here too. So it's really cool. Now that I'm here, everybody's like, all right, kitten, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You're right. here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me get it together. You know, cause I still have to remember, you know, my, the film that I'm working on, um, it's called black tent. Oh, right. I did see that. Uh, you know, you were posting about that on, uh, on Instagram. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? That's finished, right? Um, no, actually, oh, hold on. I'm going to put my glasses on because this light is bright. Is I'm, not, I'm not used to the, you know, the lights all the time. All right. I can right. see better. Okay, so the okay, so the Black Tent movie, that's not, it's still in pre-production. So we're okay. still uh, trying to get, you know, with investors and people who actually want to invest and be a part of the movie. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of like a half a million dollar film that nice. we're trying to expose uh but the director and the writer is scott hand he's like really awesome um i can't really go into detail what it is but it is a new jersey based uh what do you call it like myth like a oh, folklore. yes 
So, okay. yeah, and I play a magician, and I'm actually, <laughs> you know, kind of, as I always am, I'm the tease and the allure to the cobweb. So, mm -hmm. you know, you'll get a little skin out of me in the, in the movie. Um, and then the movie that I just finished was uh, Killer Waves 2. So that's actually, mm -hmm. yeah, that's actually out now. Yeah. It just came out this month. Uh, oh, James, do you know James Balsamo? Have you ever heard yeah, of him? Yeah, we're, we're friends. Uh, we've, yeah. we've had him at Colorado Festival for, for the last uh, two years. <laughs> He's fucking wicked. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he... It, He's one of my inspirations because he's. I was always like, everybody told me there was no pinup in metal. There's no pinup in metal. And I'm like, you know what? That inspires me because, hello, here I am. Here's the Meowstress. Yeah. Like, let's make it happen. And then I went to LA during the pandemic. Um, another story, another time for that. But I ended up in LA in right. Santa Monica, Venice. And my buddy was like, Hey, do you want to do this movie? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I would love, I'm going to be here. Let's fucking make sure it happen. Like, let me be a consistent cast member. And, you know, so he's like, all right, when you do this, like, you know, I'm, I think it's like my first topless role. Okay. So you get to, so you get to see some of the girls. I was a little thicky thick, but you know, hello. <laughs> that, adds, that adds more to the voluptuousness. So, but, um, and it's so funny because Marky Ramone is in it. Right. I, yeah. I did see, see him post about that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what he does. He he's he takes metal and he takes, you know, all of us, you know, bad witches and whatever vamps and just yeah. collaborates us all together. You know, right. which is really iconic to, you know, to be honest with you. I think he's going to be one of the iconic, you know, B-horror movie, like Uncle Lloyd. He's creating his own syndication but also um edwin neal was in it which is like really cool because you know he's with hitchhiker and i got to actually interview him he was one of my first interviewers uh with a show that i did called texas horror cult so cool. yeah so you know he's just awesome but it was he was also in uh my uncle bruce from more beast rigor mortis in his mm. music video so it's like we all it's like we all correlate within yeah. each other I just kind of got granddaughtered in, or I don't know how you say it. Like, I just, you know, I lived in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth for like 17 years. And so, you know, being in the, being in the scene and the metal scene and all of this and that, you just, I don't know, everybody loves me, I guess. And I love them, but it's been one hell of a ride because it's not easy, you know, if you want to rock yeah. and roll. That, that's, that's pretty cool. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, we, we've had James out here. It's interesting to watch him work because even when he's at a convention, he's still filming. Just he's stop. Yeah, he just doesn't stop. He's constantly he's networking. Uh, you know, every it seemed like uh, at, at least once a con, he was like, okay, let's go shoot a scene. And it's just like, what do you want? And then where? If, if, if I can't jump to it right there, you right? know, he, he putting on a convention, I'm putting out a fire while he's filming something um so my, sorry oh. i'm like i'm trying to find you i know we had like trouble earlier can you like, hear me did you yeah, did I, we, can, I can well, hear you okay yeah yeah okay. i can uh i can still hear you and see you so you're you're right, fine let, me let me get a little closer because like it was kind of like skipping but oh. 
Okay, okay. go. I can hear you now. All right, good. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, he uh, he was. Uh, he, I think the last time he was out, he shot a scene with my friend uh, the Enigma, the sideshow performer. Um, Which so, film is that in? Uh, I I can't remember. I think uh, Enigma. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he dropped off a copy of it, but I, I haven't watched it yet. But I can't remember what it was. It's like, right? I mean, like three or four films a year. <laughs> well, I mean, The Holy Diver was in art. <laughs> I got murdered by The Holy Diver, so it was pretty cool. I got like, because I like to do a lot of cameos in, in films. Nice. Like, yeah, I don't I, like, I don't know why. I, I just kind of, you know, it's just my thing. I like doing cameos, I like to jump in. Cool jump out you know cool. I'm, I'm working on some stuff that i'm gonna be turning into a movie all about me and how i mm. you know fuck shit up so that's gonna be fun soon but james <laughs> i mean he does he inspires he's like kitten you just like gotta just keep going you gotta keep going yeah and, I, and i'm like fuck yeah i mean the fact that he put me in this movie with marky ramon and edwin neal and i think um there's a band called wednesday 13 i don't i don't really know them I, so i know them yeah. yeah so um but i mean their music's pretty cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, but that was cool and like i said it was like a sequel to holy to uh killer waves one right so yeah and we did that like in malibu i think we're all up in malibu so yeah you know i went home to cali and just like lived the pin up i did like pin up shoots and was doing the movie and kind cool. of played a crazy roommate that just didn't realize it was pandemic and turned my my life into a horror movie in real life. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's not too pleasant. Yeah, yeah. We're we're glad that you're you're uh, safe and sound in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, me too. Yeah, um, sounds like that's a much better fit, and you're 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 able to you know to tackle you know all your your creative uh, you know focus all your creative uh, yeah projects. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, do, you're still doing, you know, stage, uh, burlesque performance. Is that right? Yeah, I'm actually, <laughs> oh man, I'm not ready, but I always say I'm not ready. Yeah. Uh, my, my, I call her my girlfriend cause I'm West coast, but my boss, she owns a uh, Jinx bar and grill. Right. And she is, she's a head, like a heavy hitter. And so I'm going to, we're going to be doing a lot of collaborations and stuff. As well, so she's like, "All right, kitten, that's what I go by. All right, kitten, it's your turn. When are you gonna do this?" And I'm like, "When are you ready?" And she's, I was like, "I'm never ready," you know. I'm like, "Let me get a costume together." And she's like, "All right, you got to give me a date. It's, it's yeah. July's coming up. You, you're independent. You're. I just broke up with somebody like, like a month ago, so a little bit longer than that because." you know, mentally you check out first. So anyways, and I was like, God, I was like, okay, I guess it's time for me to shake my girls, come back to life, get back into my ambiance, get back into my power. So yeah. I, I think mid July, I'll be performing at Jinx Bar and Grill. And then I'll be doing um, a little thing called like Haha's and Tata's well she does hahas and tatas that's her thing at the bar nice. but she but they have like a hideout where they go to different places mm. uh so we have like a live um like a live band comedy and burlesque so and they're like little you know secret places to go so i'm gonna kind of cool. do that first and then 
hopefully get back on the stage. It's been a hot minute. I think the last time I did anything was in Dallas during Halloween, and I danced to like my favorite one of my favorite bands, Twin Temple, and just pour you know candle wax. I like to pour candle wax or blood all over me. It's my thing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that uh, kind of uh, pertains to more the gorlesque aspect, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's like, okay, what do I do? I have fire fans, but um, I haven't prepared myself to use them yet. I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, they're really cool. They're like cobwebs, and like they're really sick, like handmade oh, okay. and all that. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be really fun. Uh, there's a lot of cool events here, like I said, in New Orleans with the girls. So I'm sure once I get going, you know, I have I have a few offers. So it's cool. just I think the hardest part in horror is being like, okay, Ken, you're that you're scream queen. Like you've already mm -hmm. showed boobs and killer waves too. And you're gonna be, you know, half, you know, in your flesh in this next movie. So I think it's like transitioning to being, you know, in my flesh again and being free with myself. So it's like you have to just do it. I've been hiding yeah. away for a couple of years. So. Yeah. Well, in that kind of performance too, that's you know that's um, you know that's that's a type of uh, you know live art that uh, you know goes back quite a ways. Uh, yeah, to like the 1800s and mm -hmm. you know 1900s. I mean, I you know if you know the history of New Orleans, like right. you know being you know a brothel madam or even you know one of the girls you are still doing performance like there's performance on the bars and that's something that me and vivi noir that's my boss at jinx we're going to be doing like a little skit together where you know i like i make drinks and then she talks about the burlesque history so stay tuned oh, for that cool. yeah that's i mean cool. there's even cool bars out here that are nate that are a part of old you know madams like lulu white i love her and people nice. don't know that Mae West was revolutionized around her. Wow. But she, you know, wasn't a white woman. So, you know, they needed, you know, that in Hollywood. So, oh, it's a good story behind Lulu, Lulu White. She's, she tried to go get into Hollywood and uh, had her assistant go pay, you know, the production to, to buy into it. And he pretty much yeah. screwed her over and like took over. And then that's when Mae West came about because it was about her. I know, yeah. The the history here is pretty deep. Like it's pretty gangster right. too. So, right. but I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ready to you know feel myself, and I'm ready cool. to you know celebrate with my girlfriends. So, and if I don't do it, I think Vivid would just be like, okay, I'm giving up. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you have any uh, you know uh, horror convention appearances coming up? Oh man, uh, no, not this. Not this year. My I have a little boy, cat. His name's Johnny Cash. He's seventeen, <laughs> and he has kidney disease. So oh, I goodness. don't really, you know, I don't know when any time he can fail because he's been having some seizures and stuff. So I like oh. to stick close to home. I'm I'm just kind of focused on the movie that's coming up in October when we start filming. Um, I'm focused on right now. I'm trying to help my bosses like raise money uh, because here in New Orleans, sometimes when you rent a building, you got to take care of everything. So I'm just really focused on getting into burlesque, getting my podcast and magazine out and yeah. getting more into some more pinup stuff and some magazine covers and connecting with the community so I can bring it all about in my way. Nice. So I, and I would love to do horror cons. That would be great. Um, I used to do the New Jersey Horror Con 
until yeah. pandemic. And then after that, I kind of just took a step back. Mm -hmm. I just, sometimes those after parties get a little out of hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got some good stories there. Thanks, CJ Ramon. Thank you, Richard Rico. Yeah, <laughs> they saved my life one night. I had to hide behind a pet cemetery uh, set up because I had a, I had a famous stalker just losing. Ooh. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, all right, man. But yeah, you just sometimes, you know, it gets a little wild. But I haven't, other than that, they, they love me. They want me to come back. So once I can figure out how I can drive with him or, you know, fly mm -hmm. without him for a couple of days, because, you know, it's my boo. It's my baby. Yeah. yeah. yeah my, my babies come first. My, my cat, Coco, she passed away from cancer. So well, that was last year. And then she had cancer for a year. So it's, Oof. yeah, I stopped every, I didn't stop everything, but I just kind of took a break to take care of my babies. Yeah, so there are healers, there are guardians, and yeah, you know, that's what you do for your animals. That's that's true. They're family. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, so okay, tell me about Colorado Fest of Horror. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh, well, we're we're more of a intimate uh, kind of a boutique show. Uh, we're uh, we're focused more on uh, creative activations. We I mean we still bring out uh, celebrity guests, but. Uh, our focus is primarily like doing main events, screenings, uh, gaming. Um, nice. You know, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you know, film, uh, film-related activities. You know, special effects. You know, yeah. focusing on authors and comic book creators. And, yes. Um, so you know, horrors. You know, such a varied. You know, such a you know, multifaceted. Uh, you know, genre and platform. Uh, where you know so many different disciplines you know come come in, but you know most most of the public they know the, the horror films and then you know the horror novels second uh, you know as a secondary uh, medium, but um, there's just so much more into it and and it's you know like like uh, like with you you know you you've got you know the dancing aspect, the magazine aspect as well as the the film aspect. Um, there's, there's all these other, you know, platforms that I don't think, uh, really get a, a, a lot of acknowledgement. So, <laughs> right. so, so this will be our third year, uh, of doing this. It'll, yeah, it's a lot of fun by no means am I a horror aficionado. Um, but, uh, you know, doing like, uh, these type of, uh, interviews, I really enjoy connecting with other creatives within that genre and learning more about, uh, what they do and, Especially, you know, in, you know, in this case as well, learning about, you know, more about you, you know, learning about you, getting yeah. to know you, right? And that's the biggest part. About you. <laughs> and that's the biggest part too. Is just like I want to, I want to know. Like I want to know. It's like you yeah. know when a musician is playing a guitar. Like, how do you just know? You know. Yeah. How do you get? How do you get to that point? Yeah. Um, it's, it just happens. Yeah. It's magic. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, very much so. It's yeah, it's it's those things that uh, you know make uh, life worth living. Is mm -hmm. is that that level of creativity? Um, you know that goes into it. Otherwise, it, life is tedious. Um, oh. But uh, but yeah, I've I've always had a, kind of a natural curiosity, and and you know it's it's nice to see that there's a lot of people out there 
you know, that still, that still have that. They haven't grown out of it. I don't think people really do grow out of it fully, just, so. but they do turn it off. Yeah. It's well, there. You just got to tap into it. Right. Well, not to like, well, I'm going to plug it. So again, my friend Neil oh. A. Cohen, who did Business is Dead. Cool. He, he also did, um, and this is kind of where it started with him. He also did Exit Zero Zombie and Snooki. Like, he had Snooki make a comment on it. And I was like, that's, I, you know, I was working with my magazine, and that's how I kind of started doing conventions. Like, I bring the magazine in, and we do have, like, certain models on the cover, come show up, whatever, oh. which I'll start doing that again. Nice. But I was like, I was like, dude, you got Snooki on the fucking cover? Like, how do you, you know? And he's like, she loved the book. And I was like, that's rad. So then he was just like, hey, I'm doing a fan entrepreneur book. And I'm like, what is that? And he goes, how fans in the horror business, you know, yeah. created their own small business and how, oh, yeah. to, how to create that and how to start that. And so, like, I keep telling him, I'm like, can we change the name of the old magazine to my magazine? Like, can I get rid of the old one, please? <laughs> Just fuck that guy. But he was like, he was like, well, no, how about this? How about you tell me who you are? And that was the hardest for me is because I don't know, like, I'm – you know, the meowstress, like I'm an actress, I'm a host, like I started as a horror host, you know, interviewing, yeah. but being live in the conventions because, you know, I didn't want to rip off Vampira, you know, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, the Valley Girl punk metal Elvira that everybody <laughs> says, but I'm not Elvira, I'm, you know, meowstress. So, right. you know, I brought in more metal, you know, I brought in more, you know, of the of the music that has horror or like, you know, cannibal corpse, they're horror, yeah. you know, rigor mortis is horror, you know, you got, you know, just all these other bands, like even Venom Inc. Hey, Tony. Um, like, you know, they have all the horror, you know, and everybody just thinks, oh, well, that's just this and that. And it's like, no, it's not. You read stories in this freaking book and mm -hmm. it's the stories of how people have started and right. why they keep going you know, like how they got into the conventions and yeah. it's just about helping each other and, you know, just showing each other how to start. But I, <laughs> I get kind of irritated sometimes because, um, you know, it, it's kind of getting a little bit more pornish, like a little mm. bit too extreme. Yeah. And for me, that's not the route I go for myself. Like, you know, old school, like Jamie Lee Curtis style, you know, just some, Titties and the, you know, I'm okay with that little butt crack, you know, but I eventually want to start murdering people. Like, I want to murder somebody. Right. I want to, I want you to want be the slasher. I yeah. want to be the slasher. I want to, I want to, I want to, like, rip hearts out through throats or, you know, cut a brain open, like my picture up there, you know, do Je Jeffrey Dahmer style, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. sick. Yeah. So ho hopefully, you know, more movies are coming after I finish yeah. this one and, you know, like this one is more like of a speaking, like more speaking role where I, I'm not playing me, I'm playing somebody else. So that's yeah. kind of taking me out of the box a little bit and right. like bringing out my, you know, my strengths and things that I didn't think I could do. So, you know, and this book really does help because it just reminds me of like, you know, who I am and, you know, what my involvement was with a lot of the conventions because, I mean, I really have... Uh, supported the indie horror industry forever and when we just started and then you know it just kind of blew up out of nowhere over the past few years 
where now yeah. where now be horror is like the thing. It's not like yeah. stuff. I mean, so. you know, look what happened with uh, like the Terrifier movies. Those those things came out of nowhere and just blew up. Yeah, I did an interview with him in one of my magazines that I. Oh nice. uh, Yeah. He's Damien so Leone cool. or, or the actor uh, uh, David Howard Thornton. Uh, David. Yeah, no. he's in. I don't like. I you know I don't work with that magazine. I kind of shut it down just because. You know, right. I don't like. I don't like to manipulate. It was like during the Me Too movement, and you know, it's just you don't mix you know, really edgy models with directors and actors and, you know, it, it's just such a touchy thing, especially right. now because, you know, we have the writers, you know, strike and all that. And it's just because of all of, you know, the crazy stuff that's going on. And, mm -hmm. you know, like it just, I, the Terrifier, I know what, I haven't seen the first one, no, the second one. And okay. I, I knew the first one was really edgy but yeah. it's like now it's kind of getting really edgy and I don't have anything negative to say about it because I, I don't. Um, but I just don't want to push my career to where I feel like I have to expose myself more to, right. you know, to like make that extra paper. I want, you know, totally. yeah. Does that make sense? No, I, I totally understand. You know, if, if you're not comfortable with it, then by no means, you know, uh, do it, nor should you ever be pre feel that you're being pressured. Yeah into doing that yeah and, yeah totally and, that's, and that's a lot you know i talk with my girlfriend all the time because she also was one of my hosts and worked with the magazine and did mm -hmm. the conventions for me when i couldn't do it and it's just you know you do you find those niches you like can go a b c or d but right. for women you know we need a little bit more protection and you know a yes. little bit more you know guard when we do show up because sometimes you know you I mean, sometimes, you know, you get so stuck in that, you know, tunnel vision of, okay, I'm at a convention, I'm, you know, yeah. the celebrity, um, I've got to do these interviews, what can I say, what can I not say, and then I'm like, right. I'll fucking say whatever I want, I'm meowstress, <laughs> you know, yeah. but then I have to kind of hold myself together because I don't want to come off like I'm, you know, flirting or, you know, trying to hook right. up or something because right. I don't, I don't rock and roll that way. And that's the hardest because it's just so much energy and everybody is just so enamored and excited to be around like their favorite, you know, person that they grew up with or like I, I interviewed, uh, Brian Wilson from, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. And that was one of my favorite and, uh, Oh God, I see myself in that interview and I'm just so excited and smiling and just, you know, like, I'm just like a doe in headlights and I'm like, Oh my God, like, you know, I fucking grew yeah. up on you. I grew up with you like as a little girl, like you scared the shit out of me as Santa Claus. And, you know, and that came off like me flirting a lot. And I was like, Oh man, as a, as a host, how do I, how do I rework my Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and you're a dude, so you get to, you know, you get to, I know. Yeah, it's it, it, it. There is definitely that double standard, and it's not lost on me. Um, you know, and and uh, I've I've had to, yeah, interviewing uh, female guests too. I've had to um, learn that, uh, yeah, that you know, uh, with with women, yeah, they're getting you know, made up, hair done, makeup done, you know, dressed to, to come on, you know, the show. So the least I can do is be patient because <laughs> it, it is more of an ordeal than mm -hmm. I ever realized. 
more, <laughs> you know. So, uh, and and uh, to be fair, uh, Lynn Lowry taught me that lesson. Right, and you know what? I was just about to say, you just like, you just gave the 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 answer to every man's question. How do you mm -hmm. make a woman happy? Be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Yep. Yeah. I mean, how long did it take us to, to get my phone right? <laughs> like right. 30, 30 minutes over time schedule. So patience is a virtue. You know, I got a little extra coffee in me. So you got a little extra, you know, gossip. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Stay fascinated, my friends. Uh, Meowstress, it is, we're, we're pretty much out of time. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, you've got a lot of things coming up. You've, you, uh, you're going into production on uh, the new movie, The Black Tent. That's yes. in the fall. And uh, you've got a new feature out right now, uh, Killer Waves 2 from James Balsamo. Where can people find that? What is it? Where, where can people find that film? Um, so jamesbalsamo.com, Acid Bath Productions, I believe also Amazon. Um, you know, it has all the links on jameswalsamo.com. You can go to, you know, uh, blacktent.com to, you know, if you want to donate toward our film, because I'm Great. learning how to do that part as well, you know, kind of get it all going. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at meowstressofficial. Cool. Um, I got my Spotify up and running here soon. So I would love, love, love to interview you coming sure. soon too that'd be sick so that way i can you know celebrate all you just do so many crazy things so it's pretty neat thanks i'm i'm i've been uh, accused of being chatty <laughs> ADD, what is it adhd like it's like being an artist you have like three different canvases up and you're like okay let me do this one yeah that one let me do this one but yeah i mean i got meowstress uh i got metal vamps cool. magazine i've got meowstress official and the kitten crypt um, they're all on Spotify, podcasters. So that's going to be beginning next month at the end of the month. So I've got, you know, like three interviews coming, some really great ones too. Um, pretty much I'm reworking my webpage right now. So, you know, one, one thing at a time is just right. learning how to, because I do it all myself and it's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. I don't want anybody touching my stuff. That's, that's the thing with uh, indie creators. You know, we, we got to, we, we got to support each other and we got to encourage each other. Yes, most definitely. Oh, yay. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for uh, being so generous with your time and coming on the show. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I look forward to connecting still and um, yeah. Yeah, just hit me up and let, I'm going to send you also. Um, Oh, fantastic. Yes, please. That, that's right. wonderful. And I am giving a giveaway. So I'm going to be doing like three questions. If you want to throw in a question, um, whoever answers the three questions to the podcast, they can get like a nice little gift box too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. When, when you broadcast that, right? I, I We should totally broadcast that. Starting right meow. Right meow. Nice. Right nice. meow. Good. Yeah, Good. we could do like the little questions on the Instagram, you know, like when you Put, it says ask a question maybe we can do that like over like the next couple days and okay. then do like an instagram thing i'm still learning how to be on the film like being, right. doing this is still kind of a lot for me <laughs> you oh, know I, I totally understand yeah it's uh it so, used to be a lot for me too but then i, I just realized i'm lazy <laughs> 
And I just oh, yeah, I didn't make it on OnlyFans during the pandemic. Like I was like the worst. I was the worst. I'm like, here's a couple pinup images, and yes, they're topless. But no, don't message me. I don't want to talk to you. Like just yeah. buy the picture and just don't. <laughs> like it, I was the worst. I'll never make it as a you know Hall of Fame porn star. That's for sure. Me and, <laughs> but I love it. Hi Priya. That's my girlfriend. She's actually a Hall of Fame retired burlesque nice. and, you know, porn cool. chick. So that's my girl. But anyways, I probably shouldn't mention that, but I don't fuck it. <laughs> that's cool. She, fucking, she took me to Christmas for her birthday. So you know what? I love you, sister. Nice. That's cool. Uh, Meowstress, again, thank you for being so generous yeah. with your time. Uh, stick around for a few minutes while we sign off, okay? Okay, I sure will. Excellent. And, Bye, uh, guys. <laughs> they, Thanks so much, guys, for, for tuning in tonight and uh, learning more about uh, Meowstress, about uh, Kitty Rose, and, and all the amazing things that uh, that she does and all the cool stuff that's coming up. Yay! Uh, and to our uh, sponsors that uh, you know support the show, uh, to Mutiny Information Cafe, if you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated. To help <laughs> entertainment, thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media. To Groovy TV. And of course, to uh, Alien Donut Films and uh, Angela Joseph Productions. Uh, thanks to Bill and Angela over there for uh, putting up with my shit. And yeah. of course, to, to my producers, uh, Lily Fisher, uh, for saving my life and my ass on these shows. And uh, to Amanda Armstrong and Stefan Santa Cruz. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, and to everybody out there, hey, be good, be kind, help each other out during tough times. And stay spooky, everybody. We'll catch you next 